Hi. It's me. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> Pardon. Pardon me. Live from the closet. It's Saturday morning. And I got to hide from my family, so it's just glorious. I said, Sarah, I said, listen, I've got to go downstairs. I need some me time. It's it's hard to be on vacation. And you're going to hear the pitter-patter of little feet like I can. Um, being on vacation with two kids and one in half-time school is, I'm going to say, difficult. It is still a vacation. I'll give you that. It's still a vacation. But so like our itinerary was we'd get up in the morning, kind of relax a little bit more than a regular school day. So I'm not constantly screaming, uh, eat breakfast, go to the bathroom, uh, wipe your own butt. Did you flush? Did you wash your hands? And the, inevitably, the answer to one of those questions is no. And, you know, and, and like the general grind of getting up and out of the house with two kids on time. And uh, so it was kind of nice to just chill a bit. So we'd go to my mom's in the morning and uh, Stella loves Nana. I think Nana loves Stella. She seems very proud that she's like blonde haired and blue eyed because what every brown haired, brown eyed woman is a everybody wants a blonde haired, blue eyed baby. And I've got one, even though I think sometimes when I go to the park, people wonder how I got her because she looks like an Aryan baby. Like she looks like exactly what Hitler wanted to have happen. So I think, I wonder what they think, but I guess I just don't care that much. <clears throat> so we would get up, we would go to my mom's house um, and check on her, get her moving for the day, which is what I usually do on a work day. I go there in the morning before work, even just for a short time, even just for like 20, 25 minutes to stay on top of the, you know, cleanliness of her house. So anyway, we'd go there in the morning. Stella loves it because, you know, there's a dog there. Uh, she really liked it when Max stayed here for a short time and Max didn't like it because, um... You know, Stella's love can hurt, especially a teeny tiny dog, especially when she tries to pick him up. And he really doesn't like that. So he, you know, tried to bite her a few times, but he didn't really succeed. He was just kind of like warning her like, hey, fuck off or I am going to really bite you, even with his no teeth. Um, what was the point? Right. So that's what I've been up to. And it's, it gets busy because we go to my mom's house and then it's like, well, what are we going to have for fucking lunch? I don't know because, you know, he's got allergies and... My mom's been cooking less and less because she's a million years old and she just doesn't want to anymore. Um, but she's been pretty mobile. We went, we took her to the doctor and, you know, I went to her house because usually trying to deal with my mom is like dealing with a giant fucking toddler. She's just like, she'll dig her heels in. She'll get really mad. Like the last time we tried to take her to the doctor <clears throat> was in March and she was so fucking mad. She was calling us elder abusey, like we, you know, elder abuse, like we're, I don't know. She watches too much daytime TV because that's all that's on daytime TV is like these commercials for elder abuse. So she's picked that up, which is great to make you feel good. And, you know, like it's like the cyclical conversation, like, OK, get up. We've got to go to the doctor. I don't feel good. I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, well, if you don't feel good, it's a great time to go to the doctor. And we, ha you know, we had that exact and I'm not word for word exchange. I'm going to say. I don't know, 15 times in the span of, oh, I don't know, five minutes. She was just fighting hard not to go. Well, there's snow outside. I'm like, yeah, it's March. She said, well, tell the doctor I'm not coming because there's snow outside. I'm like, I'm not going to call the doctor and say you're not coming because there's snow outside because it's March. Do you know what I mean? And after a while, things kind of escalate and I'm just like infuriated because it's not like I don't have anything else to do, right? Like, you know, so I'm like, okay. And then this time, like, I had to fight her tooth and nail to get her out of the house. And my other sister was going to drive because it's hard to deal with my mom, especially if there is snow and ice because she's so terrified she's going to fall. Um, yeah, she's got a lot. Anyway, whatever. Right. So that that was that time. And then this time we go we get there nice and early. My kids and I get there early because I'm on vacation. It's the first day of my vacation. And what a vacation. So I get there and she's in a great mood. And I'm like, OK. And I said, OK, well, we've got to go upstairs and have your shower uh, because that responsibility has also fallen on me. Because in, in Canada, I don't know what they do in the States, but you, you can get home care if you're of a certain age and, you know, you're limited mobility and maybe you can't do things for yourself as well as you used to. And your kids don't like you, so you have to get some health care aid to come over and wash your asshole. Um, but that, you know, my mom told the doctors when they said, do you want home care? She's like, I don't want a home care. That's why I have a kids. And I'm like, touche. Because in Italy, like, you take care of your elderly, like, their children. You know, they you chances are pretty good. Some one of the kids moves back in if they had even left the the parents home and takes care of that parent. And then when that parent dies, they get the house like that's the deal. Right. 
so yeah so anyway I've taken it upon myself because I know neither of my sisters like my one sister will help with like things like organizing the prescriptions she'll make the doctor's appointments she's every other time except this one taking my mom to the doctor by herself which is a fucking ordeal like she's just she just fights it tooth and nail right um so I'm like okay well let's go take a shower she's like okay help me get up and I'm like great sounds good and then we go upstairs and um I'm going to get to the questions I had on Facebook. I, I, I asked for questions and I actually got some. And and one very special listener uh, asked about my mom's asshole because I said, hey, I'm going to do a show. I'm on vacation. Uh, does anyone want to hear about shower Saturday and my mo- me scrubbing my mom's asshole out? So her question was about like if it got brown, um, brown bunghole. And like, you know, and like if it like had gray hairs. Come- and like, look, I I don't really look. You know, at my mom's asshole, I just scrub it out with like a, a face cloth, or in this case, an ass cloth, covered in soap. And um, it's not my favorite thing to do. You know, like I don't mind giving my mom a shower because, you know, it's not really that difficult if she's a willing participant. And this time she was. I took her up there. You know, it feels good to have a shower. And, you know, she's kind of scared to stand in there. And she's also scared to get in and out of the tub by herself. She's scared she's going to fall. But I bought these like, you know, a suction cup handrail for her to hold on to. And then I got another one that sits, um, I guess, on the lip of the tub. So you can hold on to that handle and the other handle and lift your feet. Like she's getting in and out on her own just fine. But I think she just likes the security of someone else. And before I was doing this once a week, I don't know how often she showered, but I feel like it wasn't often enough because she was scared to do it by herself. So I'm just like, I like she'll only let me do it once a week. And in the hospital, they only get showered once a week, even though she refused to. I think she was there for six weeks. I don't know when the last time she had a shower was like they do sponge baths, too. And she just kept refusing the shower. And I'm like, you've got to take a shower like your hair is really greasy. It looked like that scene from there's something about Mary. Like, do you know what I mean? It was like super greasy. Anyway, so I think once a week is a win for right now. I'd like in the summer, I'd like to do it twice a week because, you know, she's a big girl. She needs. Anyway, can we not talk about my mom's asshole anymore? I'm so sorry I'm doing this to you. But the point is I helped my mom have a shower the day of the doctor's appointment. And uh, she came downstairs. We got her dressed, got into the car. No problem. We drive there. We get a spot right in front of the building. It's like, you know, it's like that spot was just created just for her, just for us right in front of the door. It was amazing. And maybe it's the kids being around that kind of keeps her chilled out or whatever. She got in the building, no problem. Uh, Stella went and sat right behind her and they had a teddy bear that was as big as she was. And she kept grabbing it and playing with it. And then like, you know, there was an old guy in there. And I think kids like in a doctor's office like that, when, you know, it's all old people and there was another old guy with like a catheter that ran down his leg to empty it. And it was just like, fuck, man. (laughs) You know, getting old sucks. And then I looked at Stella and then I look at my mom and I'm like... All right. But she was like so happy. And then she went in the little room and Malcolm would go in and out of the little room before the doctor went in. She was in and out of there. The appointment took maybe six minutes. And my mom's got this funny habit of like pretending she doesn't understand English. And I'm getting the second hand because my sister was actually the one in the little room. She's like, do you want to go in and I'll stay in the car with the kids? And I looked at her and I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do that because I don't like doing it. I fucking hate going to her doctor's appointments. It's fucking just one of those things I just hate doing. Like, I'm sure how my sister feels about scrubbing out my mom's asshole. Um, just, I just don't want to go in there because the doctor like speaks at a volume. I, I don't know why when there's English second language people that people just start screaming like she's not deaf. OK, like I understand speaking slowly, but scr- like she's not deaf. She's screaming. You're in a tiny little room with a very loud, deep voice like she's got it. OK, like I think the entire fucking office can hear you, which I can attest to because I was in the waiting room while he talked to other people. So maybe he just talks that way, but maybe a little extra. For my mom because she can't speak English as well as some of his other patients. Anyway, so my sister said that he's like, okay, let's get your weight. They got her weight. And he's like, oh, that must be a dry weight. Uh, we got all the fluid, extra fluid out of you in the hospital. And my mom comes out and they're rehashing the appointment with me in the car, right? So she's like, dry weight, dry weight. That's bullshit. I was fucking starving. That hospital food is garbage. Who the fuck can gain weight in a hospital? And I was like, oh my God. She's like, I was fucking starving in there. <laughs> dry weight. Uh, anyway. And then my sister tells me, like, you know, um, he asked if she wanted to go to a day, like a day, kind of like a day clinic, I guess, where they go and they work on your mobility and get, he's, he's like, do you want to go on a, to a day clinic and make you stronger? And my mom just sat there and didn't say anything. All of a sudden she doesn't fucking speak English, right? 
And uh, I'm like, I looked at her in the front seat. I'm like, do you want to go to a day clinic? And she's like, no, I'm not going to a day clinic. And I was like, okay, well, fuck, whatever. (laughs) The moral of the story is she is not going to the day clinic. She will not be seeing any other elderly people. And I don't remember if I mentioned um, in the show about her being in the hospital, how she's like, she told me she's in the hospital with the walking dead. Because on that one floor that wasn't a rehab floor, this was like a bunch of old people that had nowhere to go and are waiting for people to die in nursing homes so they can go there. Um, she said that that floor was the walking dead floor. And I, I walked around and she wasn't wrong. Okay. Please God, let me die before (laughs) I get to the walking dead phase, please. Like, you know, it's nice to have a full long life, but if the last like three years are me strapped to a wheelchair with a red ribbon on my wheelchair, warning others that I will strike them, uh, I don't, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to live that long. Like that's, you know, too much. That's too long. Okay. And on the way home from the hospital, everything went great. The doctor, doctor's office, everything went great. We got into the car. My mom's singing all the way home. We took her to A&W because that's what you do with old people as a special treat. Uh, she likes A&W, so I got her some A&W and uh, she's singing away. Gets her. I, I even forgot that she was there. I was so busy with the kids and like with my sister unloading the groceries I'd bought and all this stuff. That my mom had gotten in the house with her A&W and I didn't even help her. She just did it. So, like, that tells you how well she's doing. She's doing uh, great so far. She still lays down more than a prisoner, but whatever. Baby steps. Gardening season is coming. Okay. Wow, that went on way longer than I anticipated. 12 minutes. Goodness gracious. Okay. So, what else do you need to know about? Um, Okay, let's go on with the other questions. I've got other questions. Uh, brown bunghole. Okay, well, we covered that. The answer is, I don't know. She could have a brown bunghole. I don't know. Showering, Nan. Yeah, that's great. Covered that. Wedding. Okay. Someone asked when the wedding is. Kristen, asked that. And I said, you know, I, I asked Sarah, I'm like, so when is the wedding? Because I told her that that question came up. And she's like, I don't know. When is it? Eyelash flutter flutter. I'm like, I don't, like, I don't fucking know. I just, I don't want a wedding. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to be married, but I just don't want a wedding. Like, I, even in the traditional, like the non-traditional sense where, you know, you go to the justice of the peace. It's like, I, I just, it's just everything I hate, you know? Like when someone asked me if I was going to have a baby shower, it's like, no, I don't want to be the center of attention. I don't want to pretend to like gifts that people have given me. Like I just, everything about that screams just no. No, stop, please God, no. That's everything to do with the baby shower and the wedding is the same kind of thing. I don't want to stand up in front of people. Like, even if it's just immediate family, I don't even really want to do that. I just want to get married with my kids there and then maybe go out to a restaurant after with everyone. I don't know. I just feel like I don't want to. Ugh. Anyway, so the answer to when's the wedding is who the fuck knows? Because um, also financially, we've got two kids in, in very expensive daycares that are just sucking us dry. <laughs> It's just brutal. I think we spend uh, just over $1,000 a month just on daycare right now. And soon, when Stella goes to Malcolm's daycare, it'll be a little bit more leveled out. Like, she'll be $416 instead of 625 And he'll, when he goes to school, go down to, like, $200 instead of 460 Like, do you know what I mean? It's just we're in this crunch time of uh, financial difficulty. So the wedding is going to be, who the fuck knows? No idea. Could be... Like, if I had my way, it would be tomorrow. And then, you know, but you can't. It's just awful to say to my very generous in-laws that, hey, you know what? We don't want anybody there. So could we just, like, meet up later? Because, you know, that's your daughter. She's only hopefully going to get married twice, right? Like, once to the person that she's kind of trapped with and had her children. And then the second time to someone she actually likes. That's a joke. Or is it? You know, there's a truth. There's truth to every joke. Am I feeling a little insecure? Maybe. Maybe Easter. OK. <clears throat> Rainbow wanted to know about any Easter cooking because I usually fail. Like, I, I think I did a show about what the hell was it called now? Ah, the Grandpa Simpson hour. <laughs> um, I don't know. I did a show right after I broke my shoulder, which would have been April, early April of 2015, where I attempted to um, rotisserie a turkey on my barbecue and get that on with one arm, only to realize that, of course, uh, the turkey is far heavier on the breast side, so it just kind of fell off the rotisserie and just wasn't spinning, because I think you have to debone a turkey to cook it on a rotisserie, which I learned the hard way. Um, I just, this year, 
you know, every every time my mom gets sick or ends up in the hospital, it's around a Jesus holiday. So this year, no one said anything about Jesus. No one said anything about Easter. We pretended it didn't exist. I ordered Chinese food at my mom's house very quickly. And we hung out there for an afternoon. That was it. Didn't cook a fucking turkey nobody liked, nobody wanted. That was dry as can be. I didn't do it. I didn't put like an entire day's worth of effort into something that everybody had to pretend to like. So I just didn't even fucking bother. Because fuck you. Uh, Easter egg hunt. Yes, we did one. Um, Malcolm pretty much found them all. Stella didn't know what was going on. So that's pretty much the long and the short of that because she just... You know, she's getting more and more chatty every day. And it's really funny to listen to her um, ask for things. Uh, when Sarah took the kids on the plane by herself, God help her, to Victoria, which is a long flight. It's actually two flights, but it's a long time. Um, she sent me a picture of Stella eating cheese, asking for more cheese. More cheese now? Mo? More cheese now? And that's where she's at right now. She's just fucking hilarious. Yesterday we went to Birds Hill Park, which is like... Um, we're landlocked here. We do have quite a few lakes, but none of them are close to where Winnipeg is. Um, so we went to a park called Birds Hill Park. It's like a man-made beach. They just kind of like trucked in a bunch of sand, I don't know, a million years ago. I remember going there as a kid. And... Um, they fill it with water and then they drain the water. But there's always residual water in the sand because of snow and rain or whatever the hell. Um, so we went there yesterday. It was a beautiful April day. Uh, Sarah got sunburnt because it was partially cloudy and plus 11. So she she's kind of sunburnt in her face. So we get there and, you know, Malcolm likes to find things. Like he spotted a quarter that was completely rusted and covered in sand in a parking lot. That quarter had probably been there for like, I don't know, a year or nine. I don't fucking know how he even found it. But he picked it up. He's like, look, is it money? Is it money? And I look and I'm like, holy shit, that's like a rusted out quarter. I've never even seen a quarter that rusted. It was pretty amazing. Uh, so he wanted to, you know, comb through the sand and see if there's any money in there because he's just like me. And uh, so we did. And, we, you know, we walked around this tiny little pool of water. They had rubber boots on and Sarah had brought spare clothes just in case because you never know with kids and water and sand what's going to happen. And I probably wouldn't have brought anything because I'm not that kind of mom. And we were walking and, you know, we the only thing we found was like a tremendous amount of hair ties and band-aids and minnows. So I'm just like, wow, look at all these band-aids. And then I thought, why do why would anyone put their vagina in that water? Nevertheless, their children's genitals in that water. It's just full of band-aids. And like imagine how many band-aids got sucked down that drain when they drained the the water. Like, I think we're only seeing 10% of the actual band-aids that were in the water initially that you would wade in lukewarm. Like, I, I don't know that I want to ever swim there again because that was fucking gross. Uh okay, we had one more question from Megan. Um, have we ever been complete, um, confused for mother and daughter while taking our child to the, to the hospital or doctor? Um, cause there's two moms, like, you know, when you go in to see this receptionist woman, they, they don't look at you and think, oh, of course this child has two mothers. They're just kind of, they don't really know what the fuck is going on because you have to remember like you're, you're one in like probably like 150 people she's seen that day. And they don't all, like, they almost never think, oh, gay couple. Like, with men, I think it's a little bit more obvious sometimes that they're a gay couple than, say, two women because you just look like a couple of moms, right? Um, but what we usually do, because there's been times where, like, Sarah will do the check-in. Like, I remember that time, was it the time Malcolm fell? I don't know. Malcolm had, like, a lot of, we went to the hospital, like, three times within a month. Uh, one was for, we figured out he had asthma. One was he had, uh, we think, an exposure to eggs that I'm pretty sure my mom intentionally exposed him to and then didn't ever cop to. Like, I feel like that's what actually happened that day because everything that happens to Malcolm usually happens at my mom's house. And then next we went had um, Malcolm fell off a chair and smashed his head into the hardwood floors at grandma's house. And uh, he had a big knot on his head. And I, we went to the hospital for that too. I don't really think we should have, but we did. And, uh, you know, we usually just, and Sarah went up and checked him in one time and she's like, okay. And then she's like, um, are you his mother? And he, you know, it's a difficult situation. Judy Gold actually has an excellent story that I'm going to murder right now where she went in there and to a hospital, same kind of situation and two moms and right in front of the kid, the lady receptionist says, well, are you his real mom then? When she explained the situation about the kid having two moms. 
And Judy just tore a strip off her and said, first of all, we're both his real mom. And you shouldn't say that in front of the child. And you may not be presented with the situation often enough, but in future, don't don't do that. There's bio mom and non-bio mom and not real and not real, you know, and fake mom. Like, yeah, fucking idiot. Like anybody who wipes that kid's ass day in, day out for 12 to 15 years, because, you know, they can't do it cleanly. They don't know what they're doing. You know, you got to wipe those asses well into their teens. Um, you know, you just don't you don't do that in front of kids. So. What we usually do, Sarah and I, is when we get into the little room, the doctor comes in and they're just kind of like, hey, what the fuck's going on here? But they don't want to say what the fuck's going on here because, you know, it it's kind of an awkward situation. So what we do, as soon as they come in the room, you give them a little spiel. What Sarah always says is, oh, well, with Malcolm anyway, um, she says, Malcolm has two moms. She's the bio mom. I'm the adoptive mom. And... That's all there is to it because they, the doctors don't know who to talk to because they're kind of they need to talk to the parent. So they're maybe they're assuming that one of us is a parent. The other one is a friend. So they need to talk to who the mom is. And they don't, you know, just put them in a situation where they can uh, respond appropriately. Otherwise, they don't really know what's going on. So if you want to, when you go to that receptionist, I mean, you don't have to for the receptionist because who fucking cares about her? But when you get into the doctor's office, if it's your first time, if you're in an emergency situation, just give them the chance to respond appropriately. Like g- give a spiel. You know, it doesn't have to be a long one. And once they understand what's going on, it, they're doctors. They're not going to say, well, that's weird. Well, how did you make that happen? Except for the one time I went to the emergency room uh, for what turned out to be kidney stones. And I got misdiagnosed as having like some kind of like joint pain. That was fun. Anyway, that doctor, I was like, she had to check my cervix. Oh, God, was that fucking awful. And I had jungle bush. It was just a fucking. Oh, it was a real treat that day. That was one of the worst days I've ever had. Um Oh, Malcolm's awake. I can hear him screaming like a fucking... Okay, anyway, I'm not going to say anything. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. That day at the doctor's office, when I went to the emergency room for kidney stones, the doctor um, was about to check my cervix. Like I said, I had jungle bush. It was just fucking just a, just a humiliating, <laughs> awful experience from what I remember. Um, so she's like, you know, when I checked out her hands, they look good. I'm like, can you please be careful down there? Okay, because I'm small down there. And it hurts and I don't like penetration. And she looked at me and she's like, how did you get yourself into this mess? And I looked at her and I'm like, artificial insemination. And she's like, oh, really? How does that work? And I, I, I gave her like a 40 second spiel about how that worked. She's like, OK. And then she went in and she was very tender, very gentle. She's like, oh, you're not small down there. You just have really strong muscles, which is a waste. It is such a waste. Like there's all these women out there with loosey goosey vaginas that like men. I don't I mean, God only knows why. But OK, what was my point? So two moms at the doctor's office, just give them a spiel, you know, f- figure one out that works for your family and have at it. Because I don't think they can say, oh, grody, I'm leaving. I'm totally not seeing this child in an emergency situation because I'm offended. And you're in Australia. So, you know, you're legal now. Aren't you considered people there now? Gay marriage is OK. Finally. It's fucking shameful. 2017, they figured that out, that you're people. OK, let's play a segment or two. And we'll move along. I'm going to run out of time here, so I don't know how much I can get in. But I'm going to do a quick one from Electric Gary, and then we'll see what Rainbow Bright has to say. And I also couldn't download these to put them into the computer like I usually do, so it's going to sound like shit. But so does this show, because the last one I listened to, all I could hear was my computer fan running, so it was a real joy. Real great to hear that. Oh, they're purposely having fun upstairs. God damn them. I don't like the joy of children. Hush. Much like that fucking bitch woman at the hospital. Shush, my kid. I should have fucking went over there and choked her with her own... Anyway, calm down. Okay, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Okay, hang on. I'll find somebody. Hello, Sandra and fans of Sandra. As I am still one, I just want to let you know... Hey, oh, by the way, this is Electric Gary. Uh, Been a while. Uh, I've been doing... Well, a lot of other stuff besides podcasting, but podcasting, uh, hopefully folks are listening to the Tangent Lounge. Uh, the folks who listen to Sandra, I'm guessing, are the only folks who listen to the Tangent Lounge, and we love you for that. But I just wanted to uh, check back in, say hi. You'd, uh, I've been listening uh, religiously, as I do. Uh, always a fan of Sandra. And to let you know that uh, still listening, still a part of things. Uh, and I wanted to tell you about a show I don't know. My life's gotten boring enough lately that I'm talking about TV. I fucking hate that, but TV's actually pretty good. So uh, if you have Amazon Prime, I think that's a, something you can do there in Canada. 
The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan plays a comedian housewife in 1958 uh, in Manhattan. Um, it says Sandra all over it. Funny lady. And uh, you are that. So uh, love listening, love uh, catching up, love listening about the kids and uh, life in general. And uh, always here and always will be. That's Ledger Gary. Thanks, Gary. Listen, I already forgot the fucking point of me telling you about the Band-Aids at the Birds Hill Park thing. Ugh, I'm such an idiot. Okay. So, Stella has rubber boots on and pants and a little raincoat that matches her little rubber boots. Okay, none of this is my decision, but whatever. The point being, she's smartly dressed, okay, if nothing else. So, she's trekking along. Malcolm's looking for change. They're walking in the sand. She's in the boat, I'm going to say, four inches of water in her rubber boots, which is kind of getting, you know, dangerously high for a booter. In Canada, we call uh, getting a shoe full of ice cold water a booter. So feel free to use that in your everyday life. Or maybe you already do. I don't know. Maybe it's an American term. Who knows? Okay. So she's getting dangerously close to getting a booter. No doubt about it. Okay. Okay, have that one. I know. Y'all look down on Canadian accents, but that's okay. That's okay. I'll take your disapproval to the doctor for free okay so um she's here's what happened she found the one muddy patch in that entire massive massive puddle of water and she you can see she's starting to panic and you know when she panics she doesn't use her words anymore she reverts to uh being a baby and she started screaming like such a little baby and she's like ah and like her face she's like what the fuck is going on and i'm like what is she doing and sarah's like oh no she's stuck i'm like what because like we only have shoes on we've got runners malcolm is like 10 feet away from her and not liable to help and we've got runners and she's standing in four inches of water and no one wants to go into ice cold water because we don't have a change of socks or pants or shoes so she's starting to panic and then I'm just like trying to understand what's going on here because it takes, I, I take a lot longer to co commute or compute what's going on than most people. It takes me like, I'm going to say a good seven or eight seconds longer, just generally in life to understand any, any given situation. And I'm watching her and then she like is struggling to get her, her boot out because it's stuck in the mud. It's stuck in the muck. We have a book, a book called One Duck Stuck in the Muck. And she was, she was stuck in the muck. And so she pulled her, in a, while attempting to pull her boot out, she pulls her, her socked foot out and then, and we're like, oh no, but she can't balance on one foot. She's fucking almost two. She can't, like, I can't even do that. And then she plunks her foot down in the cold water and then she starts screaming because it's fucking ice cold water. And then she falls on her face in the water and then she stands up and she's screaming and I'm like ah oh, fuck because you know I'm a mailman I don't want to like have wet feet freezing cold pants all day long like a regular work day like I just don't want to do that so we're trying to coax Malcolm over she's screaming she's trying to get up struggling she goes down again and then finally we coax Malcolm over and he's like Stella Stella I'll help you I'll help you finally because look he's been disgusted with her up until this point <laughs> He's wanted nothing to do with her. He thinks she's kind of gross because she's usually covered in some kind of food and he's just not into that. But this time he's getting to be an excellent big brother now. So he goes up to her, picks her up and she's like, mama, mama up, help, mama, help. And she's so pathetic and so sad. And I was like, oh, my little sweetheart's just covered in fucking gross ass Band-Aid water. So, of course, I picked her up and carried her all the way back to the wagon and we got her changed and she was okay. But that was just a typical. And then Sarah's like, how did she find the one fucking, like, one by one patch of mud to get stuck in? It's like she just was like, like, ha like if you would have seen this beach, you know, it was probably like a mile long. And she found the one muddy spot. <sighs> okay, so that's a real, that's a real Stella story. That's a Stella story. If you're interested in Stella stories, there's a Stella story. Okay, so... I have another segment. Oh, I want to talk about what Electric Gary said. Fuck, I'm so out of it. Fucking dummy. Maybe if I did these once, more than once a month. And I'm going to get to because both of my children are sleeping through the night. Knock wood. Hopefully, sweet Jesus, it stays that way because I'm really enjoying it. Like, I, there's nothing better. Like, and maybe single people or, you know, Kendra, who has an older, older son and five cats. That's right. One, two, three, four, five cats. 
at Kendra's house. Like, it's not a fucking race, Kendra. Okay? And I, I made that joke to her on Facebook, and she's like, uh, her, her girlfriend has a lot of cats. But you know what? Whatever. Whatever. I mean, if you have one cat, what's the difference between one cat and five cats? You, you know? Just a little bit of fur and a little bit of food. Am I right? Okay. I think. I think. I think. Uh, five cats. A lot of cats. It's a lot of cats. Okay. Electric Gary recommended... Um, Oh, shit. Is it the fabulous, fabulous Mrs. Marzell? Marzell? Marvelous. Marvelous Mrs. Marzell. That is an excellent show. I watched it. Uh, Rose recommended it to me as well, and it's very good. Very funny. Very snappy. Very good comedians are on that show. And what the fuck? Uh, who plays She Look Like a Man? Hang on. I'm going to look it up. Alex Borstein. Okay. Thank you very much, the internet. And... You know Alex Borstein doesn't have to work if she doesn't want to because she's on The Family Guy and she's a fucking bazillionaire. So she only, I'm sure she only takes on passion projects and this show is so fucking good. So check it out. I, I stream it from my uh, Cody box because I can't afford cable, uh, you know, daycare, yada, yada. Just check out the last fucking 15 minutes of this horrible show. Um... Okay, where's my email here? I'm going to play a little something. The Cooter Board Hair segment. This is, I can't play these. I don't know what the fuck I need to be doing. And I've tried and I've tried. And God bless Rainbow. She's tried to send me different versions of it. And for whatever fucking reason, it won't work. So I'm going to play it into the mic. And big fucking deal. The sound quality will suck. I suck. You suck. This all, this whole fucking operation sucks. And I don't even know why I'm still doing it. I guess to prove the point that ever, anyone can have a fucking podcast. Like literally anyone. Anyone can do it. Literally every, like everyone, anyone, everyone, whichever fucking one you want to fucking, don't sass me. Two kids, you're like, I'm even down here. That's not funny or nice. Okay, hold on. Hello, Sandra. It's Rainbow Bright and Lisa. Actually, normally I don't, I don't send Sandra two segments in a row, but I kind of want her to do a show. I miss her. Come on, Sandra. We're poking you. We're poking the bear. Poke, We're... poke, poke, poke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I thought that if I like pile up the segments, then maybe it'll give you anxiety to do a show or something. Or maybe she'll just do a show just with us and we'll have our own show. And then we'll become no, famous, no. and then we'll be like, peace out. No, she's offered, she's offered for us to do, like, a podcast and put it up on her feed, but I, that seems way too time-consuming, and I don't think we're that interesting. I think five-minute segments are good. Okay. Well, six minutes, because we always go over. Six minutes, okay. So, anyways, we were visiting with friends at the Starbucks in Polo Park, and, um, <laughs> we were noodling around, oh, big yawn again. Why are you always tired when we record? I don't know, because we're not that exciting, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> we're not not exciting. <laughs> Alright. We, we were at the chapters in Polo Park, and, and we were noodling around on the sale rack looking for, you know, something cheap. Expired. Everyone does it. They go there and look for expired blankets, or expired food, or no. pillows people have used and brought back in their... Marked down from, like, $40 to $37. People look on the sale rack for, like, gifts for people that they don't really know that well that they can, like, get at a good price. Like, or retirement gifts, baby shower gifts, yeah, or expired food, <laughs> that type of thing. Um, don't re-gift expired food, though. Yeah, Halloween cookies. They still had packs of oh, Halloween how cookies. How can they even sell those? Anyways, we were at the back, and this guy walks by, and he's talking to his girlfriend. They're looking for a gift, and he's like, why don't we, we get him one of those uh, chacuterie boards? Lisa and I are like, oh, dear. I looked right over, and I'm like, huh? Lisa looked at me, and I looked at Lisa, and we started giggling. Uh, I'm yeah. like, did he just ask for a cooter board? <laughs> a cooterie board. A cooterie board. Um, yeah. So... I just wanted to jump over there and be like, first of all, it's chartreuse. If you can't say it, you shouldn't be buying things for it because who knows what you're gonna get if you say, "I'm buying. I'm looking for things for a cooter board." Like, <laughs> I dare someone to Google cooter board right now. 
we were <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see those photos. I don't I don't think that's a good idea. I advise against that. Okay, you say so. Um oh, Sandra has um how does she put it delicately? Some hair on her upper lip. Um, she has a mustache. <laughs> she hates it when people call it a mustache. She's uh, the only one allowed to call it a mustache. Oh, uh, lady stash. I don't think that's helpful. Lady Stachio. Okay, but here, I have, like, some cheap Polish advice for you, if I may. Like, lots of girls have facial hair. It's a thing. You know what? Guys shave their facial hair all the time. Yes, you can't, like, just leave it for three days and expect it not to be, like, gross. But it takes ten seconds a day to do. It costs you zero more dollars than your shaving normally costs you. And I don't know. For me, it's worth it. I've caught, I'm sorry, but I've caught you in the bathroom shaving your face. Yes, sometimes I get hairs underneath my chin. Right? I can't see them. Well, there's nothing. Because they're white now, and it's like, where the fuck are they? You are not the bearded, like, you haven't. No, I have, like, two or three random hairs. You go into these, these, like, salons, and these chicky-poos, think that they can like con you they're like no if you don't wax you are going to get like so much facial hair and it's gonna grow thicker and it's gonna be terrible and you're like it's like the world is going to fall apart if you do anything other than a wax or some ridiculously expensive like treatment and all i'm saying here is just shave that would be my advice just just shave it takes no time Get yourself a good razor or go to a barber shop. <laughs> go to a barber shop. Can you shave my lady stash? Lady stashio? <laughs> we were at my mom's place and we ended up watching, she really liked The Good Wife. So I said, oh, you should watch this new series that's coming out. It's called The Good Fight. Um, because I think it's like the same production team or whatever that put it together. It's like spinoff. No, I don't think it is a spinoff. I think it's, like, another series, but it's, like, done oh, by the like same director CSI or Miami, something like that. CSI New York, CSI Predator. No, it's not a spinoff. CSI, whatever. You're not listening whatever. to me. It's not a spinoff. Uh, it's oh. a different series, but it's... Okay. Anyways, there was a lesbian couple in it, so we don't get that channel. So as I was like, oh, put it in the PVR. It was actually, like, not that terrible. Um, and what did you say we needed to do every Sunday now? Go to your parents to watch our lesbian show. And what did you say we should ask my mom? Like, tell her when we get there that we're here to... Watch our lesbian show. <laughs> you said lesbian stories. Our okay. lesbian stories. We're here to watch our lesbian stories. Hi, oh, mother-in-law. Wow. We're here to watch our lesbian stories. <laughs> Which I'm sure would freak my mother out. In, like, or we can tell way. that to your dad. Hi, father-in-law. We're here to watch our lesbian stories. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> Hey, I think that's all we've got. Oh, Do God. a show. We miss you. Sandra. Bye. I miss you, Sandra. I miss you like the deserts miss the rain. Come back to the internet, Sandra. It needs you. Okay. You know, um, I've got a lot of a lot of things to say here. I've got a lot of things going. That's a really old segment, although you can't fucking tell because I still don't do any shows hardly ever. <laughs> okay, that was a real fucking cunt of a time trying to get that thing to work. I, I'm like going at it on my phone, but then I'm logged into my Google Drive on my regular email account with my regular name so it wouldn't play and then I'm kind of dumb, so that took a while. Anyway, the moral of the story is no one fucking cares and I don't know why <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. That last part with Lisa, the very last thing you heard from them, uh, Lisa, Bonerville, table for one, be table for two. Okay, uh, I don't know what it is about Lisa, but she just, I don't know, I'm just sitting here smiling and, you know, I, I want to use the word titillated. You put the tit in titillated. I don't even really like the word tit, but I just said it. Uh, okay. Um, what did I even write down here? I can't even read my own fucking writing. Okay, charcuterie board. Um, I, you know, like, in Italy, we, like, you know, Italians just call that lunch. So I don't know why regular, like, I don't, not that I'm not white, but regular, like, average 
Canadian or American people have just figured out that cured meats and cheese taste good. Like, look around Europe, okay? It's not, it's new to you. It's just not new to anyone the fuck else. Also known as a plowman's lunch. Like, it's not, okay. But, um, my mustache. Okay, my mustache it has been a reoccurring theme throughout the show. Um, I guess in the back of my mind, I always knew I had a mustache, but maybe I was in mustache denial, and I don't remember how fucking long ago now uh, I went and got my mustache lasered by, I, I feel, an, a too attractive woman for the job. She was too young and very pretty. And, you know, I just think that kind of mustache removal performance should be maybe performed by someone who's morbidly obese and uh, has adult onset acne. You know, someone you can feel really comfortable with when you're having hair removed from your face. Now, in the same vein... You know, uh, Rainbow suggested shaving. Now, you have not lived until you have shaved your 74-year-old mother's chin. And I do that. That's part of uh, Shower Saturdays. I just shave her chin. Although I did it on Monday for the doctor's appointment. Because why not? And you know what I always say to my mom when I shave her chin? So she doesn't feel bad about herself? I say, I say, you know, Marilyn Monroe shaved her, shaved her whole face. Is that true? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've heard that somewhere, but... Maybe I made it up. I don't know. I mean, and there is such a thing as Google, but I'm, I'm running out of time here. Sarah has to take Stella to her to my gym so Stella can fucking beat up some kids there for a while. You know, get some energy out. Um, I feel like I'm just going to, I'm not like, and what they recommend too at the laser place is in fact what Rainbow suggested about shaving it. Just shave your mustache till your next laser appointment, which freaks me the fuck out because it goes against everything I've ever been told about anything to do with hair. They say, don't shave it, it'll get thicker. Is that not the common thing that people say to people? But I mean, I guess if you're committed to doing it every day, great. I used an electric razor on my mustache between laser appointments. Translation, um, can someone donate some money so that I can, I can like get my, my mustache lasered again? Like, I, even though it's more expensive and, you know, whatever, I just, I just want, I just, I don't want, I don't want a mustache anymore and like I can feel it like it's 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 gotten to the point where like if it's windy outside I can feel my mustache just just hanging out in the breeze just you know tinkling around the snow has been known to tickle my mustache and my haggard old face like I just wish I had a parallel lives situation where I could see what my face would look like if it wasn't constantly exposed to the elements like I wish I had a like a, a twin or like someone who looked kind of like me, because there's a lot of people that look kind of like me. I've been mistaken for someone else. And sometimes the same person, I can't remember what the hell the name was now. But I almost got beat up once in, in high school because this kid came, this girl came, like a very scary girl, uh, came charging at me. And she's, I don't know, I can't remember what the name is now. Rainbow probably remembers this fucking story. Do you know Rainbow listens to this show like a little bit every day or most days at work? That is a huge compliment to me. I know you're thinking, like, why would anyone ever want to do that? And I am with you on that 100%. But it's it's just so cool. And, like, she knows my stories better than I do. So now I'm like, oh, shit, did I tell that story? Maybe she's, like, the encyclopedia of fucking useless information about my life. Because she probably remembers things in greater detail than I do. Because, like, once it's out, it's out. And every once in a while, I'll go back to, like, a really old episode. And I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about then? And then it's pretty much the exact same thing as what I'm fucking talking about now. Anyway, the fucking point being, I finally remembered. I had to stop down and try to remember what the fucking, what the hell I was even talking about, because that's where I'm at now. Uh, in high school, I almost got my ass kicked. Some girl came up to me, like she charged me, and I'm just like, you know, I'm standing there smoking because I think I'm cool. And it's like 1995 and I'm being really cool and I'm 15 and I have my hair parted in the middle. And I'm probably wearing a flight jacket. Fucking loser. But the baggy pants, I still love those. Don't even fucking talk to me. Don't even talk to me about it. Not going to change my mind. Um, so she comes up to me and she's like, I can't remember what name she gave me anymore. She's like, are you, hey, Misty. And I'm like, uh, just standing there taking this in. And she's like, you know, you were a real fucking bitch at that party last weekend. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, what party? I'm like, I don't know you. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, no. She's like, you don't remember? I'm like, I am not Misty. <laughs> And she's like, what? And I'm like, no, like, I am seriously not Misty. I can show you my ID if you want, but I'm not Misty. And I sure as fuck wouldn't sass you at a party because you are terrifying. I didn't say that part, but I was fucking thinking it. So she's like, oh, wow, you really look like her. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And that, like, and someone else said they saw that girl, like, my twin at on a bus. And they, they thought it was me. 
It's very weird because I was never on a bus by myself. Okay, anyway, the point being, if I could see my fucking non-haggard face, like, I wonder what I'd look like. Like, I'm still going to be ugly, obviously, because you can't really change that. But but you can see how skin reacts to not being in full sun or windburnt or chapped or whatever. You know, it's just uh, just a little curiosity there. Okay, my mustache adds character. I shave my mom's chin hair. In-laws, I don't like use like my in-laws, I just, you know, Lisa and Rainbow went to their in-laws to watch their lesbian programming. And maybe like Rainbow's parents are like more chill, but like I just don't I don't like my in-laws even thinking about uh Sarah and I in any kind of intimate scenario. It like gives me the willies. I just don't like it. And I'm sure, you know, straight women probably feel the same thing. They don't want to, like, make out with their husbands or boyfriends in front of their parents because it's gross and weird. Even if you're a full-grown adult, I feel like inappropriate. Like, maybe a handhold, you know? You could touch your your partner's ankle, maybe. But uh, I'm just weird and uptight. And the idea of, like, even saying the word lesbian in front of my in-laws, it made me go do the... <sighs> so I'm glad you guys are, have a, like, more... You guys are more chilled out. And I'm sure Sarah's parents would be fine with it, but I just... Like, even the idea of it, it just, like, saying the word lesbian makes me want to have a hot shower. Okay, <clears throat> I think that's it. Okay, 46 hours, 46 minutes, sorry, it just feels like 46 hours to you, I'm sure. And I'm talking really fast, because i got to go upstairs. So I'm sorry, I could have I picked another time to do this, but honest to God, that hour break in my vacation day, my quote-unquote vacation, where I wasn't at my mom's house cleaning furiously in a short amount of time, and I wasn't driving around with, like one kid nattering questions at me nonstop and the other one uh, crying for cheese or whatever, cereal or Cheerios or whatever, and then, like, figuring out what the hell they're going to eat for lunch and then, you know, rushing to the school to drop Malcolm off on time and then rushing back home to put Stella down for a nap. That that one hour or so I had between Stella's nap starting and ending, I needed that time to recharge. I could not come down here during that time because I was either exhausted because I didn't sleep the night before or uh, I just needed a mental break from every single fucking person in the world. So I'm sorry I couldn't come down there, down here then. And I'm also sorry this is rushed. I'm sorry about the mouth noises. I'm sorry about the fan on my computer, but I am not sorry that I did this. Okay, this is a very happy time in my life. It's a joy. And I think the community that uh, podcasts can have, not mine, but um, most podcasts have a really great community and we do too. Just it's gotten small and that's my own fault because if you don't put a show out every week, your listenership will deteriorate to just the people who actually really give a shit about you. And uh, I'm lucky that the size of that population is actually not too bad because you have to remember the average podcast lasts about nine episodes and has maybe 30 listeners, maybe 40. Okay. So I'm okay. I'm still going. They're sporadic, but I'm here with you and for you and for me and us and to escape my family. Now, I'm going to end this up here. I've got to go upstairs. Uh, so if you need me, change of address 69 at gmail.com. Send a segment. Do something. I'm fucking playing segments from Rainbow, I think in August. So I'm just a real piece of shit, but I think I'm cleaned up now. I think, I think I have to double check with Rainbow. She might have one more. I don't really even remember. So just send something in. Just a voice memo on your phone. Fuck, I hope you use Apple products because I don't know what the fuck Gary and Rainbow are using, but I just can't get it to work anymore. And I've tried, I've tried different, you don't want to hear about it, but whatever, send something in, get involved. It'll be fun. I'll play it eventually. I think that's going to be my new policy. Get to it eventually. Uh, okay, so there's that. Uh, the Facebook fan page, if you're interested in that, you can join me on Twitter, which I don't do anything at. Like, why am I plugging social media I don't even fucking use? Uh, get me on Instagram. Just kidding. I'm not on Instagram. So I'm really not really on Facebook or Twitter either. And if you're a Jets fan, when the Winnipeg Jets, if you're a hockey fan at all, listen, this city has been through a shit ton. And I used to really like watching hockey because I was, uh, you know, a child and uh, in Canada and gay. So uh, I used to love hockey. I don't anymore. But there's something so thrilling about the, the Jets being in the playoffs and they just 
fucking took out the Minnesota Wild, like hammered them to the ground if you're not following hockey. So game five happened last night. There was over 15,000 people downtown, which is a lot of fucking people. So just imagine the sea of white, because we have a whiteout when we're in the playoffs. Everybody wears white to the games and wears white out and everybody is just covered in white. Just a sea of white through these little white handkerchiefs. It's all white. And they stomped the Minnesota Wild 5 nothing. So for the first time in 31 years, they are going to the second round in the playoffs, which is such a huge deal. We've got a good team and I'm very excited about it. And it's weird to be excited about a sporting event. Uh, but I am. So fucking great. I just, I'm so psyched about it. <laughs> like I don't have cable, so I can't really watch the game, but I'm checking Twitter constantly for the score. And it's, uh, it's fun to be kind of like a real lesbian. Now I've got to go to Home Depot and really seal that deal. Wait a minute. I did. So I installed a lazy Susan by myself. Well, Malcolm pretended to help, but I, I, I was the same person who, when I tried to install that lazy Susan, I don't know, six, seven years ago, I was like, fuck this. And I just stopped doing it. And I just left the job in, in, uh, incomplete. Okay. So I'm like, fuck it. My mom needs storage space. I'm going to get that lazy Susan again. I'm going to order it again. Cause of course someone threw out the box with the parts in it. Of course. Why wouldn't, why would you, why wouldn't you throw out a box with actual fucking parts in it? For the actual fucking thing, which is my own fault. I didn't complete it. So I, I tried to install it and I was like, fuck, it won't spin. And the reason it won't spin is because I installed it too close to the opening of the lazy Susan thing. So I'm like, fuck it. And old me would have been like, no, I'm not fucking doing this. But new me, the new and improved mustachioed me. It's like, no, it needs to be set further back. So I measured it further back. I installed it and that fucking thing spun. It fucking spun. It's still spinning. You go spin it right fucking now. And the best part is my mom calls it a lazy Lucy. Ah, joy. I'm so happy right now. You know, no one's sick. Yeah, I have to scrub my mom's asshole. But you know what? It's not bad. And when people ask me what I'm doing on the weekend, because, you know, I hate those fucking stupid. It's always like, oh, so what are your big plans this weekend? It's like, you don't care. I, I don't want to tell you. So now when people, the same fucking people ask me, like, I guess to make polite conversation, which I have no idea how to accomplish. I just say, yeah, scrubbing out my mom's asshole. And I just walk away because it's like. Stop, stop fucking asking me. And then on Monday, don't, don't ask me how my weekend was. Cause like, you don't care. And like, I don't even ask you cause I don't care how your weekend was. Maybe we can just put an end to a name chatter. Like, even if you don't have a mom or you don't ever have to like, you know, come into contact with your mom's asshole. You could just say that if you wanted. Oh, I scrubbed out my mom's asshole. Cause people will just stop asking. That's my hope. I still get asked. Okay. Have a good one. <laughs> Hope you have a great weekend and don't fucking tell me about it. God bless. Namaste.